wants a personal mm -hmm. that even 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 her daddy shouldn't have been reading. I'd be fascinated some of them because I would say like I I never read a diary, and that takes no. I never realised that they actually really go into things with it. Like she tells everything. Dear Diary, today is the third, two days to go. I've got a job in Thunderland. I have to do surveys on people, have to go round to teenagers. It was a great laugh. They said I'll be getting six to seven euros an hour. I get my euro an hour. That was when she was down in Thunderland. Uh, she was working down in Thunderland for the couple of weeks they were there. And uh, I have to, uh, to do say, uh, seven euros an hour. Oh, yeah. I have to do savings, is it? Surveys. Surveys. And people, I had to go around to a load of of teenagers. It was a great laugh. I met JK tonight. Then my dad came along in his shitty car. The thing is older than me. And then my dad came in his <laughs> shitty car. The thing is nearly older than me. <laughs> She hated that car with a passion, didn't she? I say after all my friends saw that shitty thing, they wouldn't be hanging around with me. I get so mocking. I'm so mortified. It's the innocent thing. As a woman, as a girl, I can remember these things myself, you know what I mean? Like Liam was worried about the car, I was worried about my dad falling off the wall drunk. Do you know, in front of my friends, like... I'm weak about JK. Hope he feels the same. Got to go, Leanne. The whole world that, that we, we we didn't seem to have been able to get into anyway, knowing that now, like, you know, it's a part of our life that we didn't didn't really think existed. And so hurtful now to know that, that, that it was, that it has been there, like, you know. There's no parents should have to sit down today and look at, at nearly five years of their child's life and not know that it went down. Uh, so I'm left with my family, don't, but don't worry, it's not a long, a long one. I will write about my family. It won't be a long one. I have one sister and one brother, so I shouldn't be long. I'll start with my mum. She's a really classy woman. Lately we are getting so close and I really enjoy it. Before I used to think, oh mother, get away from me. But now I'd be lost without her. I can still close my eyes and see the day that she came into the world. And, uh, and uh, I can't explain to no one because only probably to another mother would understand that there was nearly six years between her and Trina and I was younger having Trina and Anthony but I felt like it was starting all over again with Leanne and you're away I was older and wiser but Leanne we enjoyed every moment of her every moment of her we enjoyed even from the day that she was born like she didn't give me no trouble I started on her at, he, he broke my waters at 8 o'clock and at 25 past 10 she was came into the world that wasn't that you know, it was very quick. And I said, I said that to Trina, I said, even in, I said, even in neighbour Trina, she didn't give me no pain. I said, she was there before I knew it. 
one piece of advice. Never go to town with her. If you bump into anyone, know you are in big trouble. My mum can talk for Ireland and tell her life story in ten minutes. No word of a lie. But if I was to wake up without her, I'd be lost. There was something about her I got a great kick out of her. She made me laugh. I think she had a good spirit. Don't get me wrong, she didn't have that spirit outside. But she had it in the house. She had, she had the last word for everything. And then she'd drive off and she'd be after going into a rant and my half and I'd be there and I'd be saying, Oh, the almighty. Do you know, are you be trying to figure out where did that come from? And next you'd get a, a phone call. Ma'am, what time are you going up to Nanny's? And I said, three and a half to I said, I know, I don't know. I said, have she all sounds or what? I said, but ten minutes before that phone call, I said, I said, she, she was never talking to me again. And But it just, she never held grudges. She didn't know how to hold grudges, like. My dad, what can I say? I'm a daddy's girl. He always gives in to me, which is great help. If I want to get a new pair of shoes or something like that, he's a real gent. I wouldn't trade him for anything. Um, she she had been writing in them, um, her thoughts and what had been going on in her life, good things, bad things. It's funny how she starts off in like just she's only twelve here now. Like, um, today I had a big fight with my mum. I say it's all my fault, but my hormones are at me. I'm sorry about the spelling and the writing. My sister died on the 10th of March, the day of Leanne's birthday. Leanne was only 10. Dear Diary, It is four years ago on my birthday when my auntie Frances died of cancer. Frances was my favourite auntie ever. My mum said she died on my birthday because I'll never forget her. But I always think, how could anyone ever forget such a wonderful person like her? kids were very quiet they were all very upset because they were like one family mine and hers they were all very very upset I used to rob this pearl necklace off her I uh, took the pearls out and I called each and every one of them up separately now and uh, I gave them the, the pearl each and when it was Leanne's turn I gave to Leanne but she was so young I was thinking she's happy last night but after Leanne died we were going through her box and she kept everything everything and uh, this little bag kind of fell out and just she had a pearl inside it and she just had written up on the top of it my lucky charm uh, a pearl from France's necklace and I thought like 10 years of age like to keep that like that's how sensitive I think she was she had part here then as well about her dog it gives her kind of personality about how sensitive she was we bought her a West Terrier what was it called? Terrier when she, uh, after Francis died and um, she just loved him it all began when we were driving home from school with my dad my mum phoned me and informed me Simba was knocked down again she would explain everything when I get home he was a white highland terrier he was tiny only three or four foot high he was white with lots of hair he was like a big white fluffy snowball he was gorgeous. He was born on the 4th of April, but we didn't get him to our house till he was six weeks old. He was absolutely tiny. If he had been smaller, he would have been able to fit on the palm of my hand. He was like a baby. He even used to have those naps in the day, 
and whatever we were having for dinner, Simba would also have it. Simba was a house dog and would have to be washed three times a week because of the colour of his white coat. His coat used to smell of herbal essences. When I got home, I remember quite vividly thinking, I am sure he will be okay. It had happened before. When we were driving up our drive, everything was dead. Everything was too calm. The car stopped. I immediately ran towards our house. When I opened the front door, everything was too quiet. Simba would usually greet us when we came home. I then knew something was wrong. The kitchen door was closed and I opened it and he was lying in my mother's arms, just lying there. He was lifeless. I ran over and took him from my mum. I remember studying Simba. There was no cuts and he wasn't bleeding. There was nothing to indicate he was just hurt and I kept thinking he was just asleep. My Simba, my friend, has gone. I smelt him one last time. I could smell the herbal essences. So it's so innocent though and I'm not saying that because she's my own but when you read the diaries she's so naive and so innocent I didn't write in ages been a bit occupied had a horse riding show today had to do a six course jump wasn't too bad except for the fact that I knocked over pole number two personally I think it was the horse's fault anybody who was riding grumpy knocked over a pole Dear Diary, I'm getting my hair done tonight. Not sure yet what I'm getting done. I think I am getting all over brown, with a small bit of redness going through it and blonde underneath. But I don't know yet. Got to go, Leanne. 19th of February, 2004. I met this fella and now I'm meeting him, all excited. He gave me a hickey last night. It's horrible. Well, I have to go to clean the house. I was down by the black hole and my mum rang me and asked me where I was. I told her, what a fool. About two minutes later, my dad was up by the hump telling me to get out now. In front of everyone, my room is locked with a key and the music is blaring. I'm trying to wreck their heads. I'm now mortified thanks to my dad. them so much my room is locked with a key and the music is blared and I'm trying to I'm trying to wreck their heads it's <laughs> Anthony that's normal like so I remember Trina and Anthony being caught in a field do you know what I mean and no she was doing nothing there was no drinking no nothing but it leads to that do you know what I mean when they hang and I think big gangs anyway leads to trouble uh, where is it now um that was obviously on a tree yeah, as well. The counsellor said to him when she read him, like she, had to read, she said the first time she read him, she was hysterical. She said she was, I was shocked, like, because I was thinking we're not after eating him. And here's somebody telling us that's dealing with suicide and and probably, she said, no, she said she never came across diaries like Leanne's, but she said Leanne knew every emotion. For someone so young, she said she would wake in the morning and she'd know what emotion she'd have, like, she'd be able to tell you, like, she'd, she'd have to write it down. Dear Diary, almost two weeks ago I went to Dungarvan for the day. That was grand, but I wanted to stay for more, 
but after a couple of days, Mary one and another friend started to leave me out of things. I really felt there was something wrong with me or something. What do you think? I really felt like there was something wrong with me or something. What do you think? That's the start of it, really. The start of it, John. The, no, the isolation, kind of, she's been left on her own, like, that's after, and it's only mine now, but it kind of, even at that stage, Leanne felt it, like. She's 14, though. But when you look at it now, you know where it's going to lead to. Dear Diary, today is Paddy's day. I went to the Savoy. Myself and Mary 1 had a huge fight and now her, Mary 2 and Mary 4 are after me. I thought we were getting close. Don't think we'll be like that anymore. I'm freaked out of my head. She's always fighting. I don't know what to do. They only use me. I don't need them telling me I'm fat. I don't know why the boys are getting involved. I even stay in at home over them and make myself sick. I will prove them wrong. Got to go. Love, Leanne. Dear Diary, Mary once started on me. First it was a normal fight. Then she came in fighting with me. I hate her so much. He keeps calling me fat. And then John too called me and said, I can't call anyone fat. He was basically calling me fat. What's he getting involved for? I was on the phone to John 3 and Mary 1 threw a sneaky dig. Mary 3 has a lot to do with it. She's the only one Mary 1 listens to and she wouldn't stop her. She, she was hysterical, hysterical, because... She wasn't used to fighting and she wasn't used to violence. So when we got her down home, her, her, her eye was swollen, but it was all down the side of her, her left side of her face and her eye was black, it was closed. And eventually when we calmed her down, we, we were standing, I can still see it, we were standing in the middle of the kitchen by the island. Mm. And the three of us, there was me, her dad and Trina. And we were trying to get out exactly what happened and she told us. And it came out that it wasn't the first time, even though it's not in the diaries, but it came out that it wasn't the first time that she was after hitting Leanne. And I'd say, what do you mean? She said pushing her and, you know, bumping up against her and all this came out on, on that night. And we went to the mother of the child that was uh, bullying Leanne. And um, we thought we did get it sorted, but we made it clear, her father made it clear, Leanne's father made it clear that if it, if it wasn't sorted, and that if she even came nearly in with a barge pole, that he was going to the guards. So we thought, like, that when we left, that we had it sorted and that would be the end of it. But it wasn't. Dear Diary, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, it's now 8.15am. It's 8.15 in the morning. I just finished packing to go to Portugal. Decided not to take the diary, but now I am. But now I am. I'd probably be so bored over there. When I come back, I don't know where I am. Mary 1 is getting Mary 2 after me. Mary 1, I swear, is some asshole. I hate her. She keeps telling people stories about me. That I'm a tramp. That I'm a fat tramp. And that I'm a tramp. I'm a fat tramp. 
and then she kind of you know it's kind of comes in like she knows this girl knows after when she comes off that plane like and then this is where it kind of the beatings come in do you know because it's not name calling no anymore it goes to beating but then it goes back to the name calling like dear diary monday i'm finally in portugal and i swear i can't um I and can't i swear i can't handle the heat got a bit burnt when i go back mary too is looking for me i don't want to be fighting with her this is all thanks to mary one i hate her so much it's so hot out here Uh, she, it, she didn't really enjoy the holiday I'd say thinking about coming home because she was excited about going and her diary is like she just she doesn't care about the holiday you know she just Dear Diary Mary too came up to me Monday screaming and shouting I was so scared so sick of life I never felt so depressed I wish I had a new life say World War 2 was about to happen I am sick of it. I am so sick of her fighting with me. Do you know what I mean? The way it comes in. Do you see how serious it is when she says, you know, when I see that part, like, I know, see, she was very deep. Like, shout at me. I wish I had a new life. Do you know? Sick of life. I feel so depressed. And that's like only in 2004, but kind of in 2005, gets really... Uh, You know, kind of, you you look at them and you be thinking to yourself, like, as parents, where were we? And I look at them and I, I wish to God I didn't have to look at them. I, every time I, I look at them, I nearly want to throw up my insides, thinking, where the hell was our parents? We're, we're there to protect them. That was, that was our life, was to protect them. And we didn't. And, I, and we'll have to live with that. And every time we look at the diaries, we left to live with the heart that went on in her life that we never thought they'd go on. Dear Diary, I went drinking last night. What a laugh. I'm getting too old to go drinking on the streets. It gets more boring each time. Me and Mary Three are at war. She says I'm a lick ass. I just want to forget about it. All I want is someone I can talk to about everything and love and love and love. Trina has everything. Her life is perfect. Got to go. Love, Leanne. Trina has everything. Excitement. She's only about eight women. You know that she, her life is perfect. She, Trina didn't think her life was perfect. She was a young mother, like. Dear Diary, what has happened since the last time I wrote in my diary? Mary 3 and Mary 5 hopped me. I fighted them as much as I could, but a lot of people said I got the better of them. Mary 4 tried to fight me as well. After she died, you you get little gists of it from the end's diaries, you know, they jump out at you like the night that about her hair being torn, that, that she fighted them the best she could. But we actually were told about that night couple weeks after her funeral that you could hear her screams she said two girls jumped into her because she had we, we wrote in her car at the time 
and um, there was ball patches. She had first long hair at that time, and uh, me and Trina were in the shower, and she was crying, you know. And I asked her, I said, Leanne, you must have known who they were. And she was telling me there were two girls, but she said another girl tried to jump on. And I remember putting her hair out. I'm thinking, my God, like, how vicious can people be? We, two days later, we got to cut up to her shoulders because she had fierce, fierce thick hair on the chest. You couldn't put her hair up in the pony, you know, because it'd be so thick. And I think, like, she wasn't used to that violence at home. You know, I, I wouldn't be used to that violence. She wouldn't have known how to fight. And when I see her in there, I fight them. That's like something a child would say. Dear Diary, have been keeping to myself since Mary One hit me. Bitch. She has ruined my life. I kind of keep it to myself. I don't miss any of them. Better off without them. Better go. Leanne. Dear Diary, everyone in the gang thinks I'm a slut. I'm not like that. There was a rumour went around that Trina got a wind of, that Trina actually, she confided in Trina and she was very upset and she said to Trina that um, there was a rumour going round that she was supposed to be having sex with two boys on top of a washing machine and Trina started laughing but she says, Trina, Leanne, for God's sake, there are only rumours but she said, Trina, there, there, there's a lot of other rumours, she says there's constantly People are constantly saying things back to me. She said, and the worst of it, what came, is that her cousin was after hearing the rumour. And he phoned her. And she said he believed it. And she, and then her older cousin, she believed it. And see, her friends were phoning her. Her cousins were phoning her to ask her, was it true? There's going to be war today. Me and Mary too. So I'm wearing a tracksuit today. Because I know they're going to be fighting with me. She's going to fight me. I'm not going to walk away anymore. Liam was very modest. So I could see why the tracksuit was. That if if they're going to be tearing her or fighting her, her clothes would go up around her. And like outside, probably trying to protect herself, she'd be trying to pull down her clothes to kind of have a bit of modesty. So I could see that, that reason for that like. Sometimes we ask if she goes back to pencil. I says to the, the counsellor, why is that? And she says, you know, when they're safe, when they're younger, and it's kind of that kind of thing, like. Dear Diary, Mary 4, John 2 and John 4 egged my car last week. They thought it was fun and games, but I didn't think so. Mary 4 wants to fight me. She's after me. Milk, egg, and um, and flour, and that, and you're talking about you couldn't. Leanne's car was black metallic. You there wasn't a part of her car you could see. Not a tiny little dot. Three car washes still didn't get her off. And that, what's not in her diary is the night that um, the second time they vandalised her car, 
that night. It was about 15 of them standing around her. Her car was parked and it was kind of dark that night. And the two mirrors were off. And you know, they're all one now. Oh. The mirrors are all one. So you're kind of, you, you break it. They were actually just hanging by a little wire and they were in pieces. Dear diary, my car is still not insured. Snapping. Next few weeks are going to be really tough for me. Not sure how I'm going to get through it. All I'm thinking about is killing myself. The only thing that stops me is my mum and dad. Got to go. Leanne. We were in Lanzarote. We were constantly on the phone. Trina was here. Uh, with Leanne because she was still, we still felt she was our baby even though Leanne felt that she was a grown woman but we didn't want her to be in a house on her own and her brother was only around the corner and I remember in Lanzarote that night I said Stanley we go we're not fierce drinkers but on the way home I said Tim we were after having a big meal it was three course we had the starter's main course and the dessert so I said Tim on the way home I said we'll get two bottles of wine I said and we'll have a drink in the apartment so we got back to the apartment and um, he was just going to go and get the wine and I said, don't bother, we'll have the, we have the tea and we had the Twixes, Munchie. Munchie. We said we'd have Munchie and we watched a, a film that was on. And halfway through the film, I said to him, I said, Anthony, this is a truth for now. I said, Leanne was 18, I said. We really didn't have much. No, we had a great life with the kids. But I said, it's time now we step back. I said, and it's time for a bit of me and you. I says to him, it has to be about me and you now. The kids, I says, are nearly flown the coop. I says, Trina's waiting for a mortgage to come through and he's living and he's, and I says, Leanne, I says, we'll be going to college. So I says to him, it's time now for me and you. That was about 12 o'clock. I says, and because uh, I said, you're my best friend. And I says, and he turned around after me, big speech, and he says, right back at you. And I started laughing. I says, I'm after pouring out my heart there. And we went into bed about one minute and the phone rang and he answered it because we had his bill phone with us and he answered it. But I don't know why. I knew it was Leanne. I don't know why. And he was shouting and roaring and he was screaming because Anthony told him on the phone I could hear him. He says, Leanne is gone. And he says, Anthony was saying, gone where? But he, I knew he knew. That she, and he was saying, he was saying that she's gone said it the second time and then he says come here and I heard I think it must be one of the guards were there and he says he hadn't stayed that and then he kind of lost it and I took the phone and I said where is she at so he said she's in the bed ma'am and he was telling me who was there at that stage the priest was there and um, the guards were still there and the doctor was after leaving, the ambulance clerk were after leaving. And uh, he says, ma'am, they want to take her away. At the stage, like I said, we found out that they were after finding the tablets. I asked him, did they find a note? He says, well, he had about a note for ma'am. But I don't know, I just felt, I was there a note? And uh, he says, there's no note. But about five seconds later, the guard heard him saying, it's technically there's a note, Anthony. So I asked him to read out the note. So he read out the note. And uh, 
He says, no, not me too. Trina was screaming, so that she didn't want to take her, you know. But I said, she carried this pink morning coat everywhere she went. It was the last thing Francis bought her. It was bare thread now. My God, it looked like if it was about 50 years old. But she had that underneath around the night. And it's just now make sure that goes with her. I said, that'll have to go over her. So I told him, I said, who's in the room now? So he says, he named out who was in the room. So I said, tell everybody, leave the room. And I wanted to put the phone down to her so I could talk to her. And he says, I heard him tell him to leave the room. And then I left and I told her, I said, Leon, I mean, Daddy, you're on the way home. We won't be long. And we'll be back and we'll sort it all out. Like the morning of her funeral, Stephen, we're going to try to bury our child and to find them. My sister found them because she couldn't understand it, like why Leanne wasn't here because they were so close. It was only the two pages that I, I didn't even read them. Trina read them out, was shouting them the morning of our funeral. Like, Dear Diary, if anything happens to me, I want this and the previous page read at my funeral. Before I read the diaries, Trina says, Man, you're going to be so hurt. You're going to, you won't be able to bear them. Eventually, she said, It's an awful lot of bullying, man. Well, the last few days have clearly been the worst for me. Monday, I met Mary one, and she thumped me straight into the face. I have a big black eye. I'm mortified. I couldn't even hit her back, and now everyone is laughing at me. I'm going to the disco tonight. I'm afraid in case she beats me up in front of everyone. Um, it's, it's very hard to read, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Man. Some of the some of the parents. Eh? She kept a lot, an awful lot to herself. Like, didn't want to come to us. She. Reading them, she, I think she felt like that she was going to be, but she didn't want to be bothering us. I am going to stand, and no one is going to stand by me. It's, it's, it's like it's like having it's like a different child, in in in, in, in reading her like that. She didn't come, she didn't come over things, and that the things that she kept to herself. And totally different altogether. The whole lot of them are snakes. I have no real friends. I am known as a slut and a tramp and a fatty over that mug. This has gone on for too long. I can't go on with this shit no more. I can't live it no more. Really, can't. It's not fair. What did I do to her or any of them? Twice I only ever see Leanne crying. I'm not talking about when she was younger, but I'm talking about when she was older was two weeks before she died. Two weeks before we went on holidays to Lanzarote. She was very upset. I thought it was over her leaving cert and she told me she was receiving texts and I think her friends were receiving texts about they were calling her names and fat and a whore and a tramp and 
and I said to her, I says, Leanne, I says, I says, oh, who are they? She told me she didn't know who was sending them. It was the name calling. She have it down in her diaries about the name calling that they hurt her more than anything, more than the batements or the bruises. You know, bruises will heal, she says. But the name calling don't. I don't know what happened in the last couple of weeks of her life in regards to bullying because there's not much of it down there. She hasn't really written. And I do think she was coming into her own. And um, something happened on that night because from what we know is that she received a text. There was a text on her phone threatening her, calling her names, a prostitute, a whore. And these things uh, were worse to the end than the, uh, than the beatings. She couldn't understand the name calling it. That hurt her more. But she was very sensitive. You, you whore, on my nan's soul, you wouldn't want to bump into me anytime soon, I swear, because I'm going to break your face. You, you're worse than the prostitutes. It says send it in lesser number. And my son phoned her that night. The guards got the message up and they asked him would they, would they phone her. And we didn't know that because we were away at the time. And um, he phoned her. But they didn't leave us know what kind of a person she was. And she and Anthony would be quiet. Her brother was quiet like and he couldn't understand it. She was just phone motion, didn't care. And I'll be quite honest, I'm sitting here and I'm angry at Leanne because I think she left them win. Her bullies are, are, are out there now today and Leanne isn't. And I do think there was more to it than just that text that have happened to be. That text just didn't come out of blue. But that will come out. That will come out. If it takes the rest of my life, I will find out what went on there like. Because something happened on that night. She came in. Trina said she heard her coming up the stairs. And she opened the door and Trina said the light in the hall was on. And the kind of light shone into Trina's bedroom. And uh, Trina says to her, you right, girl? So she says, I am, Trina. So she says, do you want to come in with me? She says, no. So she said, uh, I went to bed. Had you a nice night? She says, grand. And she says, night, Trina. Love you. Trina says, see you in the morning. And that was it. And then the text that she sent to us. Because Anthony said to us on the phone when we walked there, he says, Mom, he said, the guards have Leanne's phone. He said, we said, there's a lovely text now. He says, that she sent you, did you get it? And I said, no, granddad, to get me, she was right. Mm. But we got it when we got to Dublin. We got into Dublin and came in. It, it was Sander like. Um, probably two more than Pauline was. Yeah. It says, I love you too more. I love you too more than anything in the world. I couldn't have asked for better mom and dad. Lovely. That's her. That was the last message that she sent out that night. And what she did take, we were told like she would have happened to be found in the first half hour. Like. And Trina said, she, Ma'am, she was only like, in the bed, she was only like 12. You know, she said she only looked about 12. You know. It's a secret, secret journal. 
and it has stars in it. But I bought that for her. You know the way you buy them when they're when they're young. And the red one she have oh, on the that was a bit uh, yeah, but I still got that one. Oh yeah. But like she have on that like Leanne Wolf, keep away, diary, don't be nosy. We carry them no matter where we go. There was early end for life. But uh, Leanne didn't think that, that we'd be reading, I suppose, at the end. I don't even know if she realised that. Does she care that we'd be reading it like? Like she'd done her, all I want to do, all I want is to be with someone who I could talk to them about everything. Um, and love, and love, and love. 